0: production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Uh, Matt, that music coming in is because uh, we we lost a rapper uh, we did. Uh, over the last couple of days. This
1: Part time. of our childhood has, has uh, died away. Well, my early teen years, your college, uh, high school teen, yeah. college?
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say, was that 93-ish, so that was... Senior year, uh, freshman year of college yeah. Coolio did pass away over the last couple of days So we're going to spend a little more time talking about that At the end of the show, but now also With this gorgeous weather, uh, luckily There are two homecomings that we'll be attending this weekend
1: That is correct, Eric, uh, as people listen To the show, the Hernando Homecoming Parade Would have already happened, that happens tonight As we hit record, around noon on Thursday So we'll be having, one of my favorite things To do in a small town We didn't have homecoming parades when I was a kid But I really enjoyed, uh, Hernando If the weather's going to look like this, please oh jump in with both feet yeah. when it comes to her uh, homecoming and and uh, looking forward to that. So I'll be driving Hannah Grace in that parade and then like you said the Ole Miss homecoming will be happening on Saturday but she will be participating in the Ole Miss Homecoming Parade as Mississippi Miss Hospitality tomorrow evening. So uh, she's excited about that. That'll be something that's pretty neat. Pretty cool. um, it's been a long time since. I I, I can't remember if I – I think maybe my fraternity just did something for homecoming, maybe, uh, to be in the parade. But uh, looking forward to that. And then she has to come and crown the new queen for Hernando 22 uh new homecoming queen because hannah grace won it last year so she's excited to come and do that but a lot of running around going on for the crane family and then she has to race back to oxford because she has to be in the stadium at nine o'clock to practice the national anthem with her old miss choir so (laughs) busy weekend (laughs) oh exhausting back and forth back and forth thank goodness it's only 45 50 minutes away but uh you know very blessed and excited for a wonderful weekend um you know of 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 homecoming but Derek, before we get too deep Thoughts and prayers. Uh, I don't know if we have any Florida listeners, but paying attention to that. Um, Probably, they have family members. That are yeah, family before, members. But... Exactly. I'll never forget. My mom said one of the most, the scariest times she's ever been is pitch black, several hours in Katrina was um, was a, a very tough time for them being in the closet with all the family really I mean, that, that peninsula right there is just getting dumped on right now as we record. And so uh, you know I joked with you you and Heather uh, via text, you know gators, I think somebody recorded a shark going after their pet dog.
0: I've not an actual, seen that. yeah, an
1: actual shark wow. going after their pet dog because the sharks and the gators and all that kind of stuff are in amongst the stuff right now in Tampa, and Naples, Florida, and I can't even imagine no, it was literally a- Sharknado possibly happening.
0: Man, what <laughs> that, that first Sharknado was was actually a pretty funny movie to watch. Right. It went south downhill. No, seriously, I mean that was a uh, it. Some of those pictures yesterday were just uh, amazing. Um, I mean, you had the Tampa Bay sucked out into the, I mean, sure. into the ocean or into the Gulf and drive for. I mean, I think like over twelve hours. You could walk out in the mud that was Tampa Bay sure. because the storm was using the water for its power to you know, dispersing it elsewhere. Yeah. And uh, you know, you just forget how you know how that works, Mother Nature. You could see it happening. You know, a lot of you know, like Katrina hit like in the nighttime. A lot of times, the, the worst part hits at night. This one was like early morning or late morning, early afternoon. Right. So there were just you could watch it. All mm-hmm. those crazy weather people who decide to put on baseball helmets and stand there and like face head first the storm. I mean that's ridiculous, but if that's what you want to do
1: There um, that's narcissism to a whole nother level It is just I mean that hey really man, is narcissism hey, to a whole nother level.
0: At some point we're going to see this. Yeah. And they'll have to erase it. I don't know how they're going to do it. At some point we're going we're gonna to watch Jim Kantori. He's going to be right there in the middle of the storm. He's going to be, you know, 110-mile-an-hour winds. He's going to be, like, leaning up against it, and all of a sudden a board is going to go straight right. through him and impale him. Right. And then what's going to happen?
1: Just like on the movie Frozen when the snowman gets right. impaled. Right, right.
0: And then what's going to happen? Or,
1: the, or a stop sign comes, uh, you know, flinging through the air at 130 miles an and hour snap. and cuts his head off. Yeah, just snaps it. Wow. That's... And, then,
0: and then then it's like, okay, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> but I— Anyway. It's,
1: it, it makes no sense. They do it for ratings. They do it because they're showing out for their friends. They're doing all that kind of stuff. Whatever. Do it for video clicks. Don't let them lie to you. It makes no sense. I
0: would rather I'm just see videos. Sta- yes. Yeah. See videos of trees coming down. If you see a stop sign uprooted and fly through a building, yeah, that's pretty hard wind.
1: I'm, I, I, I'm I okay. I'm okay with you standing in front of a screen. I'm okay. <laughs> just show me what's going on. I'm okay with you being safe. It makes no sense. Same thing yeah. with like war correspondents and stuff like oh. that. Never really understood that. Well, there part of that was the uh, the uh, tides rising. Mm-hmm. And uh, interest rates are rising, and different things going on with the housing markets. And right now, interest rates are rising. Supply and demand is different than it's more different than it's been in a long, long time when it comes to residential housing in Desoto County. And we know that because our presenting sponsor continues to let us know the different things going on in the market. I speak, of course, about Brian Couch with Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Now's the time to use one of the best realtors best real estate teams in the area. Do not trust this decision going on with the different interest rates and different supply things in the market. Don't trust that to someone that just started. Please consider using someone with thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying and selling side of residential real estate. Again, that's Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They're currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Simply give them your address. They, They can tell you all about your neighborhood, Your zip code, how long houses are staying on the market, how fast they're closing, how fast they're getting under contract. Brian and Terry are going to possess all the analytics that you want from your realtor in 2022. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. Again, 662-449-1700. Call Brian personally on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD. S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search at teamcouch.com. Put in all the filters, number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, school zones, all the different things that you're thinking when it comes to your dream home in DeSoto County. Put that in the website and let the website do all the work. Teamcouch.com recently voted DeSoto's Best for the record 5th time brian and terry are ready to serve you give them a call 662-449-1700 give brian and terry with team couch of birch realty group a call today please consider working with the best again 662-449-1700 and podcast listeners always remember every home needs a couch there because we record at uh, about noon on a thursday uh spent the last several hours getting my van fleet with mobile cars and vans Getting my van fleet ready to take on the uh, FedEx busy season. Glad to be coming to you from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. A lot of our listeners know, friends with a lot of people. Uh, FedEx helped me survive COVID. It was it was a godsend. Uh, they used all of our old vans, and uh, we took all the seats out. They did all that different stuff, and now we work with them. Work with one particular contractor uh, each and every uh, you know busy season. So been working on that, uh, Derek. Been under some cars, under some vans, getting all that stuff ready. Shout out to uh, Gateway for helping me with that uh, for sure. But uh, looking forward to to that the busy season for fedex is coming right around the corner and the busy season might have passed from a travel season standpoint but if, if you're planning to travel for thanksgiving christmas if you have any uh, upcoming travel weekends for maybe football games or something like that please consider contacting mobile cars and vans cars trucks vans, specializing in insurance claims, body shop issues, anything you might need. We have daily, weekly, and monthly rates when it comes to cars, trucks, and vans. Give us a call, 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555, mobile cars and vans. Well, Derek, we've talked about it uh, quite a bit here on the show. We have a big upcoming vote coming for the City of Hernando with our uh, penny for the parks coming up in November, and also some other elections going on as well. Tell us about that coming up in November.
0: All right, Matt, absentee ballots are now available for the November election. In-person and mail-in absentee ballots are now available through your county circuit clerk's office for the November general and special election to be held on November 8th. To verify eligibility, Mississippians can utilize the step-by-step absentee guide from the Secretary of State's office or contact their local circuit clerk. If eligible, ballots will be provided upon request by your circuit clerk. So, for those who cannot visit their circuit clerk's office during the work week, Saturday in-person absentee voting dates are: Martha's on your calendar. Saturday, October 29th, and Saturday, November 5th, from 8 a.m. until noon. So, both those dates, 8 a.m. till noon. In order to vote in the November election, this is very important, especially this is a uh, a you know two-year election. A lot of uh, house, all the House representatives are up. Again, of course, the coins for the kids, penny for the parks, is up the Mississippians must be registered to vote by October the 10th. So you can visit the Y'all Vote Mississippi website, yallvote.ms, for a variety of helpful resources, including the frequently asked questions. For voter registration or election questions, please contact the elections answers at sos.ms.gov or the elections hotline at 1-800-829-6786. So remember, Mississippi does not have mail-in ballots they only have absentee ballots, and you have to qualify to be able to mail those in. So, see if you do, and if not, please go by those Saturdays or during the week to go ahead and do your absentee uh, balloting in person.
1: Yeah, absentee ballots have been a uh, definitely been part of the vocabulary for the last. Uh, 24. Yeah. yeah. 30, I mean, COVID uh, 2020 was the most, uh, I would venture to say, maybe the most absentee ballots ever uh, cast in the uh, country. We could talk about absentee ballots for uh, quite a while, and that <laughs> might be another show. <laughs> but let's move on, Derek. Something going on right here under the Water Tower and definitely DeSoto County-based or uh, DeSoto County at large. We love to talk about DeSoto County schools and the great things happening here. But, uh, Derek, you have an update on maybe some school grades. I know teachers typically are the ones giving out the grades, but we have an update. We did it last year. A little bit of an update on the grades for DeSoto County schools. Tell us all
0: about that. That's right. The Mississippi Department of Education has put together its first accountability grades for state public schools since before the COVID-19 pandemic started. Now, remember, for two years, they gave grace. You Basically, the schools kept the same scores that they had going into COVID, and this is the first time that they've rated them outside of COVID. Uh, The unofficial ratings Tuesday were released, and on Thursday, the Department of Education will review the results with the schools before making those results official. So according to Tuesday's unofficial grades, the DeSoto County School District received an A grade as a district. DeSoto County Schools finished 13th in the state with a total of 722 I guess, points. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's, there were 12? Okay. There we're well, we're going to get to oh, that. we're going to get to that. Okay, yeah, so hold the, up yeah, So the 13th school district supposedly in the state, better than the Soto County schools. Long Beach was the number one school in the state with 803 points. Now, we'll, we'll talk about that. We're going to go over the, the top 10 at the end. Okay. Points are awarded for proficiencies in reading, math, history, and science, growth in reading and math, EL progress, acceleration, college, and career readiness, participation rate, and graduation rate. So in the unofficial report on Tuesday, DeSoto County received an A-grade high schools. So the high schools that oh, were rated A yeah, okay. were Lewisburg High School, Hernando High School, DeSoto Central High School, and Center Hill High School. Okay. B-graded high schools were Olive Branch High School, Lake Cormorant High School, and South Haven High School. And Horn Lake High School was the lowest-graded DeSoto County High School with a C-grade in the report. Other A-graded schools in DeSoto County were Lewisburg Primary, Lewisburg Elementary, Lewisburg Intermediate, Pleasant Hill Elementary, Oak Grove Elementary, Hernando Elementary, Hernando Hills Elementary, Hernando Middle, Lewisburg Middle. Those are all the schools that we cover. So, again, all, all everybody that listens to this and right. Hernando and Lewisburg received A-grading from their schools. Uh, during a commission of school accreditation meeting on Tuesday, the unofficial results were presented publicly. Those accountability grades will become official again when the State Board of Education meets monthly for the monthly meeting, excuse me, this Thursday. In a news release, the Mississippi Department of Education stated approximately 81% of schools and 87% of districts will be rated C or higher for the 2021 2022 school year. Though overall grades appear to have improved since 2019, state officials Advise caution when interpreting score changes between the 19 and the 22 school years. In particular, substantial shifts in performance may be temporarily influenced by factors associated with the pandemic disruptions. In other words, it's been three years since we've done this, so there may be some things that we have to look into further. So, Matt, you, I know you were kind of kind of surprised that we were 13th. Here are the top 10 rated school district. Don't know we don't have the scores other than Long Beach. Okay, but this is the top 10, so you can argue, you can discuss this. Number one, Long Beach High School, or Long Beach School District. Number two, Clinton School District. Three, Ocean Springs. Four, Union County. Mm. Five, Pedal School District. Six, Madison County. Seven, New Albany Public School District. Eight, Enterprise School District, and then past Christiane Public School District. And then number 10, Rankin County wow. School District. So all those, those were the top 10, again, for 2021, 2022 school districts in the state of Mississippi. Surprised
1: by that list. I mean, just gonna be I mean that's
0: Matt, I mean you know, we you know. know we have family. Yeah. Uh, in Union County Look at that. I mean, that's and, awesome. and New Albany, yeah. both the county and yeah. the city were rated in the yeah. top ten.
1: I mean that's that's impressive. I mean that really is um, yeah, <laughs> hey, you know of, what? You know,
0: you know who else might be surprised by that? Uh,
1: my wife. When I tell <laughs> your her, wife.
0: My wife. When I tell her in just her a dad was in the school district for yeah. a long, long time yeah. uh, in the county school district. Of course, you see a lot from the coast, yeah, which sure. I think we could probably when you look at the County. I think the coast and us kind of mirror each other with right. the income and that sort of thing. And then of course Jackson area. You had Rankin, you had Madison uh, and Clinton. So that, that's not surprising.
1: Public? What, Jackson Public Schools was not on there. What they, were they? Now, Matt, on, no, okay. on Thursday,
0: they're going to release the whole thing. Well, here's the thing. They, I, they, I would say Jackson and Natchez, my hometown, I'm not going to make fun of just Jackson. I'm going to say they're going to be C-minus or worse. Okay.
1: Well, no, I'll, I'll make fun of Jackson because they got docked a lot of points because they have no water. Once <laughs> that, you have no that, water. That's a problem. That's, <laughs> that's a problem. That's a problem. When your water doesn't work, when your water is brown, uh, A, look to your leadership, and B, you get docked
0: in points. Yeah, well, I mean <laughs> – I don't know where a restroom is figure on the on the thing, but I, I would figure you would need to go to the restroom I'm, at school.
1: I'm pretty sure Corey Usselton would, uh, before he sleeps at night, would make sure every <laughs> every kid has a uh, you know clear water in the uh, DeSoto County bathrooms for sure. Well, Derek, something else school related, hey, you know. Shout out to all the teachers, all the administrators, all those different people that, uh, you know, we praise or try and and talk about as often as possible when it comes to the Soto County schools. That is, that's a huge part of all of our lives. uh, The different children that we have that go to DC, uh, you know, public schools and all around here in Hernando and and just a lot going on when it comes to DCS. I mean, we mentioned the homecoming, you know, all those different things. So congratulations on that a level score and uh, we'll just continue to report on those different things. Something else, Derek, um, when it comes to high school, and I have a high schooler, I have a college student, you do as, as well, we're going to be very familiar with what the uh, two letters that you're about to talk about. Give us an update on the state of Mississippi and how we did when it comes
0: to AP classes. All right, so during the 2021-2022 school year, again, same school year that those, the grades came from, the number of Mississippi students taking and passing AP exams, advanced placement exams, reached a record high with 10,534 public school students taking 14,788 AP exams and 5,573 exams earning a qualifying score. The exam pass rate reached an all-time high of 37.7%. In the 2020-2021 year, 8,700 students took took 12,500 AP exams, and the pass rate was 37.4%. So AP courses are college-level courses offered by trained high schoolers. Research shows AP students are better prepared for college and more likely to graduate college in four years than non-AP peers. So the overall AP achievement in Mississippi, so those numbers that we just talked about, increased by 19.1% between 2020 and 2021 to 2021-22. Hispanic and African-American students are achieved the greatest AP gains with the number of Hispanic students earning a qualifying AP score of three or higher increasing by 45%, and the number of African-American students achieving a qualifying score increased by 44%. All eight Mississippi public universities grant three college credits to to students with AP scores of three or higher and up to six hours for certain exam subjects with AP scores of four or five. That means students who are taking AP courses this year Could reduce the cost of attending a Mississippi university. The number of Mississippi students participating and achieving success in AP courses has more than doubled over the past decade because districts have prioritized and expanded access to AP courses statewide. The Mississippi Department of Education implemented an AP initiative in 2015 2016 to increase statewide participation in those AP courses. The effort included raising awareness about the benefits, increasing access to the uh, AP opportunities, and providing AP-focused professional developments for teachers, principals, and counselors. Starting this school year, so the 2022-2023 year, the, the year we're in right now, the Mississippi State Board of Education requires all high schools to offer and ensure students who want to are able to enroll in AP courses, including AP Cambridge International or International Baccalaureate courses. So now, Matt, this is the first year that all schools have to have the ability for students that want to to be able to take an AP class.
1: Derek, may I shoot you straight? Please. Okay, let me shoot you straight. Podcast listeners, if you have kids that are in 7th or 8th grade, maybe ninth grade, and they're coming into uh, high school, okay, this is my experience. If they are going to a state school and they know where they're going, take dual enrollment, not AP classes. Just me? You can get the same thing if you have a if class. That's a, I mean, if, if, you, well, if you yeah. have a if you have a class that's affiliated with Northwest and Hernando work together, you take that class. You get an A or B. Um, you don't have to take a test at the end to pass or fail. Remember, AP classes you have to take a test at the end that you have to score a three, four, or five. That's right. To get it to ca- to count, so you could have straight A's. You could have perfect attendance. You could do everything you need to do. But if you struggle on that particular day and you get a two and don't get a three, it's like it never even happened. That's right. Period. Dual enrollment, that's the way to go. That's very neat, Derek. I was just, while you were sitting there Googling, let's remember that there is a company, I think it's called College Board. That sounds right. I think it's right. College that's Board right. that uh, that puts on the AP classes. It started in 1955. It's uh, a nonprofit organization with gross profits of over a billion dollars. That's a nonprofit. Okay. You yeah. and I both know other nonprofits. Um, there's a big There's a big nonprofit in Washington, D.C. that a lot of people are benefiting from. I'm just saying it is a nonprofit that uh, every AP test that gets out there, the College Board, Their profit is 30%.
0: That's right. That's a
1: pretty good business, I'm just saying.
0: Well, it's a good business. I think that if you had – because a lot of times, especially if you're going out of state, I I mean, the the key you said is If you
1: don't know where you're going to school. AP. If you don't know – if you have sites on schools such as Notre Dame, Michigan, Vanderbilt, Georgia, whatever, if you're going out of state and the competition's there, AP classes get – that's fine, yeah. but if you know, hey, I'm going to Ole Miss, or I'm going to Mississippi State, or I'm going to. Actually, I think you can even Memphis may even work, or consider Ole Miss, Desoto County kids maybe more in state. I, I don't think know. They do. I think they do dual enrollment is the way to go. You can you dual enroll yeah. in Northwest or Northeast or whatever. Next thing you know, you look up and you're a sophomore in high school. You're a sophomore at college, and you're not even in college yet because
0: you took well, those. Well, but affiliate- don't take too many though, because oh. if you take too many, then you miss out on the scholarships. Well.
1: Very true. You can't have too many hours. You can't have too many hours. And then also, Derek. Sometimes, like there's there's kids that never took an AP class that were in class with Hannah Grace in her class they never took an ap class and ranked higher than her in her uh in her class
0: yeah well that that's that's that's
1: that's a gpa that's thing. a gpa thing look that's just me hey that's just my experience uh no offense the ap stuff that's fine and 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 look i understand testing yourself pushing yourself doing all this i, I get all that but the fact that this kid can go and put in an entire semester and do what they're supposed to do and then they have a bad day that particular day or or you know get a two when they could have you're supposed to get a three four five and then all that got, kind of goes to waste that's just me last time i checked i am one of the hosts for the UTW <laughs> podcast that's right. so that's a little bit of my opinion and and you know if you'd like to have an ap discussion or ap uh, podcast or yourself please go right ahead that's been my experience with that i know bo took a lot of ap classes hannah grace took a lot of ap classes but that was also times where they didn't know where they were going either that's right so now you know no,
0: ap was right i mean he, and, you know they did well he also he took one dual enrollment uh college algebra uh which once it. You know, that was his senior year once he kind of figured out where he was going. And uh, that helped. Um, you know, he doesn't have to take a math in college. So that was, That's awesome.
1: Right, sure. And Hannah Grace and Bo, uh, both are in the Honors College at Ole mm-hmm. Miss. You know, and so that was a a wonderful thing. So that's just my two cents, Derek. Thank you for that update on DCS schools, absentee ballots, and then, uh, of course, the advanced placement classes and everything. And look, sometimes that can get a little bit tough and you don't exactly know what you're doing. And uh, that kind of sounds to me like uh, what happens sometimes when you're looking for the right place when it comes to your insurance, which brings us to our longtime advertiser, Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance, located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone under the water tower Jerry Holland and Bruce Robinson and their team would love an opportunity to compete for your business, whether it's property casualty home life auto. Again, they work with some of the largest companies in the world when it comes to insurance nationwide, blue cross, blue shield, Delta dental, mutual of Omaha, Liberty mutual, Hartford state auto, Over 60 companies trust Holland Insurance to represent them in DeSoto County. Give them a call today at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. If you have an insurance license in the state of Mississippi and are looking to possibly make a change, do something a bit different, please consider contacting Bruce Robinson or Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance to possibly be a part of one of the fastest-growing insurance companies in the Mid-South. Thank you, Holland Insurance, for continuing to work with the UTW Podcast. Their phone number again, 662-895-5528. Well, as as we hit record on the uh, show this Thursday, it's around 70 degrees, 75 degrees outside. I know it's going to be another beautiful, wonderful weekend for our longtime seasonal sponsor, the Hernando Farmer's Market. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the rich simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It's truly a fresh, local experience. Now with over 50 vendors every Saturday morning on the historic Hernando Square. Some of those vendors include Davis Meat Company, Coffee Central, Precision Sharp, Mrs. Pat's Homemade Pound Cakes, Brown Dairy Farms, Kendall Cattle Beef. Over 50 vendors every Saturday morning ready to serve you on the historic Hernando Square, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's 8 to 1. They're going to be running all the way through October, and then they'll do a special farmer's market for the Dickens of a Christmas the weekend of November 12th. We always like to say thank you to Gia Matheny and her team with the Hernando Farmer's Market. Thank you for believing in the UTW Podcast and being a seasonal sponsor. We wish you nothing but the best for the remainder of your 2022 season. Please get out this weekend and support the Hernando Farmer's Market. Derek Mill of our Friday show always brings us to the DeSoto County shout-outs, opportunities. We mentioned some nonprofits. Uh, well, the nonprofits we're about to talk about probably aren't as big as the college board. Uh, by no, any stretch. No. But uh, we, we like to uh, give a shout-out to some of the nonprofits, help them maybe grow their events a little bit. So we're going to go ahead and turn our page. The calendar is about to turn to October 1st. So let's go ahead and talk about some going on
0: in October. All right, Matt, we're going to have several coming up in October. This is a busy month for uh, the shout outs that we're going to have. So we'll start tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow, Saturday, October 1st, is the Noah's 5K. Noah's 5K will take place at the Maddox Foundation right there at 180 West Commerce Street. This is a 5K that supports Noah's Gift, which is an endowed fund that was established in memory of Noah Costa at the Community Foundation of Northwest Mississippi. And this grant exists to provide extraordinary experiences. To deserving teens, 13 through 19 years old. So it, they they really try to help out teens who are deserving, uh, usually s- some type of you know underprivileged who want to have some kind of amazing experience, and that's what they help fund. So it starts tomorrow 8 a.m. right there. You can please have time to, st- to sign up to participate. You can skate, you can rollerblade, you can run, you can walk. Uh, there's gonna have they're gonna have rock wall climbs. They're going to have Wild on the Fly, courtesy of the YMCA, face painting, a DJ with live music, Domino's Pizza, snow cones, and a balloon lady. Again, just a wonderful morning. You can do that. And maybe go there from at 8 a.m. and then uh, maybe be finished by 9 9:30. Then walk on over to the wonderful Farmers Market that we have here. So again, if you're interested, it's still time to sign up. Uh, look up Noah's 5K, Noah's Gift 5K. Uh, Google that. Sign up for there, or you can show up in person and sign up tomorrow morning. But again, if you're going to do that, please be there before. 8 o'clock a.m., maybe about 7.15, 7.30, and get registered. Just a wonderful organization, uh, and it's going to be a wonderful, a beautiful day to run a, a wonderful race. Absolutely.
1: I mean, again, uh, like you mentioned, Noah Costa seemed to be uh, a young man who just loved excitement and loved life and uh, lived it to the fullest. So uh, get out and support that tomorrow uh, if you can. I know it's going to be a little bit difficult. We mentioned the 11 o'clock kickoff for Ole Miss and, and that stuff going on. But uh, get out and support. Just a wonderful event that they have uh, annually here in Hernando.
0: Next will be next Friday night, is the last First Friday Back Porch Party. That's hard to say. Last Friday, last first fast. Last. (laughs) Last First Friday, Back Porch Party. Yeah. Uh, October 7th will be the um, – they, they, from April to October, this will be the last one. This coming up Friday, and this is a special one. Not only they're going to have a local high school student's art submission in the gallery, they're going to have a chili cook-off competition and live music by Johnny and Marianne Pickett. So great art, great food, and great friends. And next Friday night – excuse me, next Friday night – October the 7th from 7 to 9 p.m. Well, of course, we'll mention this again next Friday also, but it's free admission for everybody. If you're a member, you get the first drinks paid for. If you're not a member, every drink's $5. But please come out, which is going to be an absolutely gorgeous night. So, homecoming this week, you got it this week, taking care of homecoming. Next Friday night, you can be taking care of this. We hope for just as beautiful weather next Friday night, October 7th, 7 to 9 p.m., the last first Friday back porch party
1: what a great event the soto arts council does a wonderful job um it's amazing all the different wonderful things that come out of that little small building right there Yeah, they, they do an awesome, they do awesome really, job really really good job so congratulations to them hopefully on a wonderful successful season with the last friday back porch party next friday night
0: matt the next one we have on our list is the water tower 10k the water tower 10k we've been talking about this now probably for three fridays uh, yeah but i still have a week and a day left to get signed up the best 10k in desoto county the largest 10K in DeSoto County. Really looking forward to this race. Uh, I will be running it. I've signed up for it. I've gotten several people to sign up for it. This supports the uh, Excel by 5, the Dahlia Parton Foundation, giving books to the – you know, I think kindergartners, first graders, everybody gets a book. And so just a wonderful, wonderful organization. All the proceeds go toward that, but this is a wonderful race. It's a very tough race. A lot of hills It will challenge you, especially if you're a racer. But if you're not a racer, it's okay. You can come out and you can walk it. Uh, they, you know, They give you time. You, you have plenty of time to finish the race, and the after party – is absolutely wonderful. They have, they'll have they be on Panola Street. They'll have libations. They'll have water, Gatorade, Coke, beer of your choice. They'll have pizzas. They'll have donuts. They'll have all kind of wonderful food. They'll also have pottery if you finish top three in any age group uh, and then also overall. So a wonderful, again, Friday night you go to the Bat Porch party. Next morning, wake up, run the race, and just spend a wonderful weekend here. Again, every weekend seems like it, but this next weekend especially, a wonderful weekend on the Hernando Square because following the race, Matt, is the Desoto Yard Sale. They're going to have kind of a, a thing where they're taking a lot of the, some of the things that you've seen in the Arts Council, uh, some of the ones that may have been older, may have been there a while. They're going to put it out on the yard. They're going to slash the prices uh, significantly. So if there's something you've be kind of eyeing, can't make a decision on, maybe the, you know your money's getting a little tight. Well, they're about to slash some prices, put it out in tents outside of the Desoto Arts Council, starting at 10 a.m. that day. So you can go run the race, you can have your after party, you can receive your prizes. And then you can come over to the uh, DeSoto Arts Council and see if there's any art that you'd like to take home with you. So, again, just adds on to a wonderful weekend, back-to-back-to-back events next Friday and Saturday here on the Hernando Square.
1: I mean, I know one of our advertisers is the Hernando Farmer's Market, so we always talk about that going on uh, on the Square. But just – Man, every from seems like from Friday at noon till the end of the weekend, uh, Hernando does a wonderful job of having things going on. I mean, what a great community we live in! Always something going on and uh, busy around here. And uh, that's a shout out to our, our wonderful community and the people that put those things together. So, really excited about all those different things happening during the month of October. Our next two, Derek, we'll move pretty quick on these two, and we'll talk more about them maybe in depth as the weeks come along. But don't forget, Halloween Off the Square will be happening Saturday, October 15th from 3 to 5. It's going to be the DeSoto County Administration Building parking lot. Pretty simple. Most people, most of our listeners are going to know what a trunk or treat is. That's exactly what this looks like. Uh, 12 and under. So uh, don't show up. If, you, uh, if you're if you taking AP classes, do not come. <laughs> or the ACT that day. Yeah, that if off. you take the ACT or AP classes, uh, you know what, just – let the kids have it. So 12 and under right there at the DeSoto County Administration Building parking lot and that's going to be put on uh, again by the Hernando Chamber of Commerce. They do a wonderful job with great things going on. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but Halloween off the square Saturday, October 15th 3 to 5, a trunk or treat right here put on by the city. And then we uh, covered it last year, a wonderful thing that the Bridgetown Fire Department presents the annual open house. This is going to be a rain or shine event. Come out and support your local fire department. There'll be a moon bounce, food, and fun demonstrations all about fire uh, equipment fire different things that is saturday october 22nd in nesbitt from eleven to two. Look, if you have young people or you know little boys, little girls that like uh, aimless stuff or they like fire department stuff or whatever, this is the thing for them to come out, get used to, and get to learn about the fire department. Yep. Get to learn something neat like that. That'll be a really fun thing if, if you have a little one who maybe enjoys that kind of stuff. Chance to f- climb on the fire truck yeah. and stuff like that. Eleven to She's two. To love that. Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, you look up and your dad of the year. So uh, <laughs> just saying, go out there with them. Saturday, October twenty second, from eleven to two. Uh, Derek, something that we will be doing pretty soon. We're going to interview the. Uh, fire chief. We're going to interview him and the assistant fire chief in the month of October. I talked to one of them the other day at the bank, mentioned that to them. Hey, say, we'd love to have you guys on. So we'll sit down and have a three or four person uh, round table discussion about the Hernando fire department, all the different wonderful things that it does. And uh, let's be honest and talk a little bit about maybe some needs and some things that they would like to see happen for the Hernando fire department. So we're going to do that in the month of October. Sounds like a
0: great idea, man. I'm really looking forward to
1: that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll bring those to you. Look, if you have a nonprofit organization and you want us to help you when it comes to spread different things about uh, your um, event coming up, email us under the water tower info at gmail.com. That's under the water tower info at gmail.com. We're always looking to do, um, you know, what we can to help grow your event. So please email us as far in advance as possible. We really appreciate all the nonprofits that work so hard right here under the water tower. Well, Derek, this is not a nonprofit, but uh, someone that can definitely help you out if you're in need of
0: any uh, dental work. Tell us about it. That's right, Matt. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with Over 60 years of combined dental experience, Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign you can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Derek, I mentioned two
1: weeks ago as I went to read this ad that uh, the fall was here and it's not fall. It's uh, it's leaf season. Again, I'll continue to call it that. The leaves are definitely falling. The, uh, the weather is cooler. The mornings are way cooler and the leaves are starting to be all over your cars, all over your driveways and that type of stuff. And if you need help when it comes to leaves this year, please listen to what I'm about to say. Contact one of the best guys I've ever met, one of the best guys when it comes to handling and helping of projects, Mr. Richard Williams with Williams Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading of your home or business property. Contact Richard today. 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. No job too small. No job too large. Let Richard come out. Take a look. If he cannot do the project for you, he can help you find someone he can. Call him again today at 662-292-8855 or learn more information about his company at WilliamsLawnMaintenance.com. Thank you, Richard, for continuing to support the UT podcast all right Derek it is a fall Friday show and uh, that's going to bring us to talk about some football but before we get there tell us what's happened sports related for volleyball and soccer for the uh, ladies since our last show
0: I will start as I always do up north with North Point soccer North Point traveled to Tipton Rosemark Academy for the play-in game of the state playoffs no lady Trojan soccer team had ever made it past this point on Tuesday night This team did what no other had done before and advanced into the full-state playoffs in Tennessee by beating TRA 7-2. Hayden Moneymaker had five goals. Kelly Hunt had a goal, and Claire Chambliss had a goal. With the win, the Trojans advanced to play Harding Thursday night, a district opponent who they lost 5-1 to earlier this season. So we'll take a near-perfect game by North Point to advance, but we will be cheering for the girls as they continue their playoff push. Next, Lewisburg Volleyball. Lewisburg traveled to Olive Branch Tuesday night in a district matchup. Lewisburg had already defeated Olive Branch 3-0 earlier this season, and that would be the score again as the Lady Patriots win easily 3-0, 25-11, 25-10, and 25-7. The Lady Patriots are now 19-11, 5-0 in district, and will face DeSoto Central tonight, Thursday night, for what amounts to the district championship. Lewisburg won the first match, and if they win will have the number one seed locked up with a perfect 6-0 record. If they lose, I'm not sure how the tiebreaker will work. If it is the victory by least number of sets, games, etc. But since this is the first year that buys are given to the one seed, it is an extremely important match. So tune in to our Tuesday show as we let you know exactly how it shakes out. Hernando Volleyball. The Lady Tigers had two matches since our last show. On Monday night, they faced off against Regent School out of Oxford, a team they had lost to earlier this season. The Lady Tigers did not let that happen again, taking the match 3 0 in deciding fashion 25 16, 25 18, 25 16. Ace leader was Mary Catherine Couch and Ainsley Holly. Top kills, Norris with 10. Most assists, Holly with 16. And the Diggs leader, Couch, with 17. The next night, the Lady Tigers traveled to Collierville to take on a very tough Lady Dragons team. Hernando was swept in three sets 25 13, 25 20, 25 19, but played strong after the first set. In that match, Amberly Holly had three aces, Mary Catherine Couch had 18 digs, Jaden Moore had 12 assists, and Adeline Callahan had six kills. Hernando is now 11 and 4. Six zero in district. Next up for both Hernando and Lewisburg, as well as the rest of the county, is the county tournament this weekend. We will give you all the scores for Hernando and Lewisburg from that tournament on our Tuesday show. Also on Tuesday will be senior night for Hernando against Olive Branch, so we will preview that match on our show that morning. Good luck to all the ladies participating in the tournament this weekend.
1: Hey, if you're like in the first round of the playoffs, can you? Would it be maybe advantageous to just like say I'm not going to play in the county tournament? You see what I'm saying? Like that, I mean, the, shouldn't this tournament kind of kick off the season or do something earlier? Because what if you're at a point now? I mean, late in the season where you know there's injuries or something like that. I guess just thought, you know because you know? I mean,
0: Hernando is playing Olive Branch too tonight. I guess you could use it. You know, it's just tune-up for the playoffs. But yeah, the, the main thing would be the injuries,
1: right? I mean, that's my point. I mean, when it's all said and done, the records they're done. That doesn't yeah. doesn't matter. We've started the playoffs, so to me, they should move that up or do something different. I mean, I understand trying to. I mean, there's teams that didn't even make the playoffs, maybe you know.
0: Uh, no, I mean every all eight teams will be playing <laughs> right, and exactly. Lake Cormorant, which is a different class we'll be playing everybody yeah. will be playing i
1: yeah. the horn lake girls may be ready they may be kind of ready to turn the page <laughs> i don't think they're uh, very good at volleyball but they they may bow out of the uh, county tournament pretty well they,
0: they probably just go oh and two yes it,
1: they yeah. may they may make the old miss homecoming game that's how fast they <laughs> may, may exit coming up well Derek guys i joked about a second ago it's pigskin time in the fall tell us about the three teams we cover again north point lewisburg and hernando tigers tell us all about this weekend for football
0: all right, so North Point is on the road at St. George's. This is the first district matchup of the year for both teams, and these are two fierce rivals who have split the last two games in hard-fought fashion with the Trojans winning last year. North Point is 4-1, and one, and St. George's is 2-4, and four, but they have one common opponent. Both lost to Jackson Christian this season, North Point by 7 on the first game of the year, and St. George's by 9. This should be a good, old-fashioned struggle with the Griffins trying to control it on the ground and North Point trying to hit big plays in the air. I look for Sammy Chapman to make another play on special teams that could determine the difference. I will take the Trojans on the road 31-21. to I'll Matt. trust
1: you. I'll trust you, Derek. I'm going to go with that. Something. Uh, I mean, you know more about Trojan football, uh, definitely. Than I do. They seem their offense seems to be rocking pretty good. What are they four yep. one now? Four and one. Four one. Going on the road for the second week in a row. Did well last week on the road. Uh, it is a rival game. Uh, but you know, it's, look, when your offense gets going and you start seeing things well and your quarterback's playing well, uh, I'll, I'm going to go with the Trojans. Trojans on ten point win. I don't know the score. You said thirty one twenty one. I'll maybe take a little bit less, but uh, I like the ten point spread. Yes, Trojans right. in the win.
0: All right now, let's talk about the uh, the mascots. It's a Trojan versus a Griffin. Right. Which is the mythical creature, lion eagle type mythical creature. Matt, if you ever play a mythical creature, you're going to lose.
1: I was going to say if you <coughs> if you tell me he can shoot fire. I mean, this is it, a, it, this is a game it's,
0: changer. It's, it's it's a mythical like right, Yeah, you, if you're a mythical you creature,
1: yeah, you're losing. Sorry. I mean, look at like Medusa and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the griffins, winner, griffin's, griffin's in the, mascot the mascot basket battle mascot battle.
0: Battle Next, Lewisburg Patriots versus the Center Hill Mustangs. Lewisburg is coming off their first district win of the year over Horn Lake and will travel to what seems to be a not very good Center Hill team who lost to South Haven last week. Lewisburg is 3-1, 1-0 in district, while Center Hill is 1-4, 0-1 in district. Mm. But when the opponent is a district opponent and one that is also a city opponent, records can go out the window. Lewisburg will look to continue their turnaround year, and start the district 2-0, and but it will depend on the health of quarterback Gunnar Gilmore, who leads their offensive attack. Center Hill's defense has struggled this year, and if Lewisburg can minimize turnovers, I feel good that the Patriots can come away with a win. My prediction, 24-14, Lewisburg.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say, I think you're giving too many points to Center Hill. I don't okay. think they're, okay. they're going to score that many points. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 28 Twenty eight seven, you know, Lewisburg, uh, a very emotional, uh, you know, scene there last Friday night. Um, Let's see what they can do. Get a little more focus. Have an opportunity to have a full week of 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 focus. And I I think Lewisburg, uh, look, Lewisburg needs to. Make the playoffs, and in order to do so, they need to win those games that are easy. I have to win games, those, games, right? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Even if the, whatever, so this is a big deal for their chance to try and make the playoffs is to win these games that they're supposed to win. So I'm going to say 28-7, Lewisburg over Center Hill. Uh, sorry, Mustangs, and let's go ahead and do the Mustang battle, which is going to be a Patriot versus a horse, uh, the Mustangs. Yeah. Um, I think I, I feel bad because we've done this for this will be our third time doing this. I hope nobody goes back and listens to see if I pick the other way. I, I guess you have to go with uh, I mean, you have to go with the human, right? In I a mean, cage fight,
0: it's a cage fight for a fight horse with a gun. Yeah. One shot. Gotta got to make a count. A patriot's going to have a musket. You muscle. So you one got shot. a muscle well, size. One shot. You
1: got a knife. You mu- got a You got a knife. You got a. Yeah. I mean, you got to go with the patriot. You got to go with the human over
0: the. Uh, one shot is dead. If it, if, he, if he if he if he just wounds the right, horse though. Right. It could be some big trouble. Oh, no, no doubt. Those Mustangs. <laughs>
1: I mean, I've seen the man from Snowy River. I mean, that, that horse was crazy. <laughs> that horse was nuts. But, yeah, you got to go with the human over the horse um, is the, probably the way to go. And uh, we will start to get some emails from the uh, animal shelter folks uh, here shortly, <laughs> disagreeing uh, when it comes do, to do the uh, human that, over that, the thing. Do want to have
0: that, that lion fighting? I'm going to have the, right. the, oh. the tiger.
1: <laughs> Everybody continues to harass me about that, but I'm telling you, we could pay for the animal shelter right now. Hey, we can do a, pay- we can do a pay-per-view. Uh, uh, yeah, an oh. older lion, kind of like a, like an older lion, like a scar, you know, from Lion King when he's real old and kind of got you can kind of see his hips a little bit, and then get an old tiger, and uh, we can just get this done. <laughs> we're putting we're putting we're, put, put, we're putting dog and fighting right, now. Exactly, <laughs> that's what we need to do. pay <laughs> I'm just I mean you know like more than statistically to a lion and a tiger that has six months left to live. Look,
0: I will say this: if there's a National Geographic show, right. captured, I would absolutely watch that. That's what I'm saying. I would absolutely watch that. Right, and you know what? I'm not you, saying set it up, you, but I'm you, saying if you it's on watch TV, it, in the wild. pay-per-view
1: <laughs> it, we could raise $800,000 and have this animal shelter paid for no problem. Derek, last game, homecoming for the Hernando Tigers. We joked on Tuesday, tough homecoming opponent, but uh, what we got?
0: All right, the Hernando Tigers versus the South Haven Chargers. As we mentioned, this is homecoming week for Hernando, and while the weather and the fans will be perfect tonight, I'm not sure that South Haven is the perfect opponent for homecoming. The Tigers are 3-2, 0-1, coming off a district game that they would like to forget against South Panola. South Haven is 4-0, 1-0, and coming off an impressive win over Center Hill. South Haven looks to be one of the top teams in district this year and will be led by number 9 Britton Stovall at quarterback and number 5 Dontavius Brevard on the ground. Hernando will need to establish the strong ground game that they had before last week's game and have whichever quarterback will play be able to use some play action or threat of the ground game to maybe get hit one or two over the top and move the chains when necessary. With the homecoming crowd giving the motivation, I do expect the Tigers to play much better than last week, but I think they come up just short on the win. Man, I gonna say final score, 32-28 Chargers. That is
1: a lot of points, my friend. 32-28 charge. All right, Derek, I'm, I'm just got to keep it real with you. South Haven's a good football team. Yep. South Haven's a good football team. Hernando struggled to move the ball last week,
0: 41 to nothing. Well, We'll say that the yearly starting quarterback was out. That's the
1: Yes, the starting quarterback not sure, was. We're not yeah, sure what that is for,
0: for tomorrow night's game.
1: I will say this. Wilson, uh, in paying attention to the South Panola game, it seemed like offense couldn't really get much going. And uh, defense seemed to wear down pretty quickly. Yeah. Late first quarter, kind of look up. It, it, it's very disheartening to be a fourteen to eighteen year old boy when <laughs> when you're right back on the field. Yeah, whoo, that's tough. It's homecoming. We'll be there. Hannah Grace will be there to uh, you know crown the new queen, whoever that might be. Uh, we'll recognize her on Tuesday, of course, as we always do. Uh, we'll definitely recognize her. But Derek, I've got to go. I hope I am wrong. I think South Haven rolls. I think it's back-to-back weeks where Hernando's looking around in the third quarter be like, oh, Lord, that was tough. So I'm going um, to say Sa- South Haven's going to roll tomorrow night in a homecoming battle. I hope I am wrong. Please uh, <laughs> send your emails to someone else or your texts to someone else. I hope Hernando wins by 30. But I do not feel like that's going to happen. South Haven's a good football team, a playoff-bound football team, and it's going to be tough tomorrow night for homecoming. But we will be there cheering on. Derek. Derek's actually going to come because uh, uh, North Point's gone. <laughs> North Point's out of town, so I don't see why Derek wouldn't be there. So if you have a, there could be a Derek Bigling sighting at the Hernando
0: Tiger football game. Correct. Uh, we'll we'll see how that goes, Matt. We'll see how that goes. So the mascot battle royale, Tiger versus Charger. We we discussed this several yes. time. If it's if you're saying it's the lightning bolt, obviously it's the Charger. Okay. Uh, if we're saying it's the horse that they use as a mascot, correct. yes. Then, uh, Tiger bait. Well, Derek, I'm here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna say
1: another another charger is that thing that you put under your plate at Thanksgiving and <laughs> Christmas, right? Charger. Did I did you ever know that? I didn't know that until I was an yeah, adult. Oh, yeah. What the hell oh, it yeah. was? Yeah, the one that's the, the decorative plate is called, yeah. a, charger. That it's is called a charger. That's called a charger. I had correct. no idea. Yes. I like the, car, the the charger cars are pretty good. Yep. Speaking Star. of cars, speaking Gosh, of yeah. cars, uh, shout out to All Star Chevrolet, Drew priest for letting uh, me use a convertible tonight for Hannah Grace to ride in the parade. I definitely want to give a shout out to Drew priest and All Star Chevrolet. Uh, shout out to them, uh, Derek. We'll go. Uh, yeah, the different ways you uh, you know, um, I, I guess Tiger over the Charger. I mean, the lightning bolt kills it. That's done. Yes,
0: the Lightning bolts. That, that's one thing. But again, if it's a, the horse, you know, a charger, is somebody that you know rides with the horse or isn't. And so if it's that case, then it's the you know, again, tiger bait.
1: Derek, that wraps up our high school coverage. Looking forward to a wonderful homecoming night uh, tomorrow night. Going to be just a great. Thank you to all the different people that worked hard on floats, worked hard on cars and things to ride in the parade and all that stuff. Just uh, homecoming in Hernando is a, a, a really, really good time. But Derek, as we mentioned at the first of the show, uh, the music that brought us in was Coolio, "Gangsters Paradise" is what that was. And and we before the show ended, we wanted to uh, recognize that Coolio was a huge part of my childhood. As I as I stated earlier, huge part. I mean MTV was big remember coolio had like the dreadlocks oh, and they were kind of all huge, around huge. and so that was really really big but then he got most famous when *Gangster's paradise came out uh, a movie uh starring michelle pfeiffer which in the early 90s was st- still bringing her fastball she was yes yes, yes, yes she, she was, was. St- yes, she <laughs> was st- she was an ace uh, pitcher uh <laughs> in the in the late 80s and definitely early 90s she was still bringing her fastball but uh, *Gangster's paradise was uh huge and Derek, i mentioned this to you all fair one of a top five song for, I'll just say it, and white folks took this song and exploded it. Would yes. You, yeah, you yes. What I'm saying? I mean, it, they, white they, they, folks <clears throat> took it and boom, exploded it to a whole nother level.
0: Well, I think that helped push it way up the charts. Yes. Um, also, having Michelle Pfeiffer in the video, kind of acting out sort of the movie in right. the video. MTV was <coughs> huge. MTV Still was huge. huge. So I think there was a lot of that. Uh, he was not scared to go to um, – you know uh was it daytona what was the right. beach they went to was it daytona yeah 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 so uh, whatever daytona, the panama city panama city whatever, yeah. whatever spring break was south padre. Padre. padre was definitely yeah. one year um that they, and he was not scared to go there and headline the you know whatever concert was on that saturday or whatever the main day was for mtv he absolutely did that and would eat it up and so yeah but matt um that is probably i think you mentioned it that is not your favorite song of his
1: no, it's not my favorite song of his. Uh, Fantastic Voyage to me is a better song. Love that song. And that's what's going to end our show. Fantastic Voyage, you'll hear that. Uh, if you don't know what Fantastic Voyage is from Coolio, that's the song that put him on the map, put him on MTV. People knew him there, which made him more famous to be able to
0: record. And, and, that, and that's, that's the one cameras. that like, he's in the trunk of the car. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Ride, ride. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So RIP Coolio, um, prayers for his family. Uh, and all of his fans, people that uh, you know, definitely listen to his music in the '90s. And I have a strange feeling that there will be Gangsters Paradise somewhere in Oxford, Mississippi, this weekend. <laughs> I have just a strange Look, feeling.
0: It is one. I mean, you mentioned it is one of the. Few early 90s rap songs that my kids absolutely know. Absolutely know Exactly. It's still big. And if you put that song on right now in the library
1: or put it down in a fraternity party right now, huge. Yeah, absolutely. Gangsta's Paradise was huge. So RIP to Coolio. Look, those are some of the different crazy topics that we're going to talk about. We talk about AP. We talk about DCS schools. We talk about sports and all those different things. Never know what you're going to get right here on the UTW podcast. So please continue to tune in and share it with friends and family. Let people know what we're doing, what we're talking about. Talking about if you hear your uh, neighbor or your aunt or your uncle, if you hear their name on our show, or maybe uh, your someplace quarterback or something like that, let them know. Let people know what we're doing and uh, help us continue to share that. Also, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Wherever you listen to our show, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, give us a five-star review. Simply helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. Some of the podcast providers maybe even do it with stars. So maybe a five-star review, we really, really would appreciate that. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod. OB Pod simply stands for Olive covers the eastern side of DeSoto County. They also do a deep dive into Lewisburg, Center Hill, and Allabranch Branch Athletics. Releases a show really early on Monday mornings, OB Pod. Look them up today. End of our Friday show always brings us to this part. I want to encourage you to please visit a local church this weekend. If you uh, drive by on the way to work or pass by a church uh, on the way to school or anything like that, or maybe somebody's invited you to church numerous times and you just never did take them up on it, I want to encourage you to change that this weekend. If you have a church that you're thinking about going to, they definitely have a Facebook page, definitely have a website. Find their service times somewhere on their on their website, uh, and please, please consider visiting a local church this weekend, and maybe even consider uh, joining or being a part of, or at least. Uh, visit visiting a local Sunday school class as well. Derek has been a Sunday school teacher for years now. Uh, I have a, a Sunday school class that has really become a huge part of my life, and we surely want to encourage anywhere, any, any age, it doesn't matter, you can find a Sunday school class that you will enjoy, and we think that would be a huge part of your life for the days,
0: months, and years to come. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower.